Today on the Moments of Grace podcast, Dr. Butler shares how to insulate yourself from a global economic reset. This is his Wealth Won't Wait segment. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. Happy to have you here with us here on today on Moments of Grace. I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, uh, wealth won't wait. Uh, you know, the, the the juices started flowing. I had a uh, opportunity to be on another gentleman's uh, show, Bishop Billy Smith, and uh, kind of sparked you know, I'm always into, uh, since we have uh, Trade Academy Pro as uh, one of our uh, one of our companies where we teach people how to how to trade and invest. Uh, so th that piece is always a part of what we're doing. But, you know, in a moment of grace, we bring in authors and and kind of spread the wealth a little bit. I, I, I don't think you just just want to hear what I have to say all the time. Uh, so the, you know, this segment we haven't done in a while, wealth won't wait. And, you know, we have some segments that I'll come in and I'll share, uh, what I feel God has laid on my heart to share with you. Uh, but on, on today, um, as we talk about the, this changing economy, changing world that we're in, uh, I want to take a step back to, uh, 1971, the, you know, the NASDAQ, one of the, the major markets uh, in the exchange came online. In fact, I believe it came online in February 1971. And it's it's the second largest, um, you know, you, uh, second largest uh, market in the, in the market. It's the second one, second largest. It deals with uh, biotechnology, uh, innovation, uh, kind of getting away from some of the, some of the traditional companies. So, when the Nasdaq came came online, a lot dealt with innovation and something new that was going on in the world. Um, the Nasdaq coming online also uh, sparked something different in America. Um, you know, in the '40s, we we went through a, a major recession. Here in in the '70s, you know, the the oil embargoes are going on and. And uh, we have a, a president that's sitting uh, who, uh, you know, because of Watergate uh, is, is, the, is impeached, um, doesn't step down, doesn't uh, get removed, resigns, and that's Richard Nixon. Before all of this, President Nixon had made a decision in 1971 uh, like I said, the Nasdaq coming online and and things and the economy is 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 really is really bumping along a little bit. Uh, President Nixon makes a decision uh, to change the American system. Now, now understand this: uh, the the American system or our system of of revenue uh, before 1971, everything 
was was centered around uh, if there was one dollar, then in the Federal Reserve or Fort Knox or wherever you want to call it, there was an actual note or an actual, uh, I guess you say, hard currency that backed that note. So, so in other words, that's that's what notes are. If you, you you think about when you create a note, it says that it's it's a piece of paper that says that it is connected with something physical. So, in other words, if you had uh, silver a silver note back in in, in the days, it, it there was a piece of silver that was at the Federal Reserve, or like I said, Fort Knox, um, or if you had a gold certificate dollar. Uh, twenty dollars or whatever. There, there was you could actually go into a bank and you could actually turn that gold certificate in or gold certificate or silver certificate in for a piece of gold. This was the system. Um, the system changed. The system changed. Richard Nixon trying to bring about a new. Uh, monicum of the this new dynamic of economy started what was called the fiat dollar. The fiat dollar, which meant that he had an agreement with the oil barons that the dollar would now be the currency of commerce all around the world that now we could use this dollar, you know, this this fiat dollar to buy oil with, uh, we could buy goods with. Also, China's economy is rising at this time. And the Nixon administration is trying to find a way to kind of put their thumbs down on, on China and some of the, and of course, you know, we, we were having our issues with um, with Russia at the time as well. And so here it is when, when in 71, when the um, dollar becomes the fiat dollar, we realized that the dollar was really not connected. Now he disconnected the dollar with hard resources. In other words, the dollar was no longer connected with uh, gold or silver. It was not backed by anything at this point. The Federal Reserve uh, and this fiat system made the decision that now the dollar would be um, backed by American debt. <laughs> At the time that the the, the that Nixon uh, makes the fiat dollar uh, or disconnects the dollar from hard currency, America's um, deficit was. $232 billion in 1971. After, um, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is amazing. After uh, this, after the fiat, after Nixon does this, uh, the debt ceiling raises to $4 trillion. Because keep in mind, Spending now is you just print money. Don't worry about having something to cover your debt. N not like the way you and I run our household. It's not the way the government runs, not the way that the government is run. Because keep in mind, 
there's autocrats now that that run the government. They're autocrats that pay our politicians to bring about, um, make sure that their interests are always taken care of. So they when by disconnecting uh, the U.S. dollar from a hard currency, now these contracts, these military contracts, these uh, contracts within the government didn't, didn't really have any oversight. Even though they say they did, they didn't really have any oversight as far as spending was concerned because this, now there's nothing to budget. There's no budgetary restraints on companies buying a politician and that politician primarily giving contracts away to whoever bought them. Keep in mind, $232 trillion in 1971 to 1980, just nearly eight years later, $4.96 trillion. And this is according to, um, this is according to Truth in Accounting. They have a debt clock. Getting ready to tell you something you probably don't realize. <laughs> it's it's really sad what I'm getting ready to tell you. I almost don't want to tell you because it is really, really horrific. Regardless of what they tell you about the debt, we, we're actually are the truth about the debt that we are in right now is one hundred and fifty one trillion dollars and one cent. <laughs> I can pay the one cent if need be. Our actual debt, our actual debt is $151 trillion. Which means you and myself, if you're listening to me and you're in America as a taxpayer, your part of the debt is $952,000. We gave politicians this opportunity and we keep putting people in position not to make any changes. We put them in position to keep the status quo and to continue to balloon the debt. I personally do not have $952,000. I don't have it, not for the government. I do not have it. I'm sure some of my, my listeners or some of my viewers, you probably do. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't. I don't have that. I know for some people that's pocket change. $952,000 is my part of the American debt uh, is disturbing, we'll say the least. And as we've done since 1971, is we've kicked the can down the road that we would balloon the debt from 1971 to $232 billion to $151 trillion is absolutely crazy. If you were to round up all of the, the, the hard assets that America has right now, this would blow your mind. You can't run your house like this. I don't know how our nation runs like this. We only have, have $151 trillion in debt and only have uh, $5 trillion in assets. Let that sink in. As, as much as we have in this nation, 
we only have $5 trillion in assets. Even if we liquidated every one of our every one of those 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 assets, we're still over 148 trillion dollars in debt. I just want this to sink in. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Believe it or not, I'm going somewhere. I just want this to sink in a little bit because you know our our nation, our country. We we walk around like you know. We have no care in the world, and some of our economic policies are world policies. Uh, we don't realize the damage that we have done to ourselves and the damage that we're doing to ourselves. Some of you listening to me weren't even born in 1971. But as a taxpayer, that $952,000 is part of your debt. And eventually we'll kick the can down the road and it will be over a million dollars or two. Let's look at administration so we can kind of get an understanding of, of what happened, of where we went. You know, coming out of uh, Bill Clinton, uh, <laughs> he he added $4.23 trillion uh, to the debt excuse me, $5.73 trillion, which is about 35% uh, increase that he added to the debt. <clears throat> Under George Bush, a national debt grew from $573 trillion to $10.6 trillion, 85% increase under George Bush. Remember, we went through a little recession, you know, that switch between Bush and, and Obama, in fact, you know, we had that, you know, 9-11 and all happened there. So we ramped up the this the 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 military machine. We, we ramped that up, gave um people a little bit more opportunity to again uh give their <laughs> political uh donors more money, uh, the oligarchs, the oligarchs more money to uh keep us in debt. Because keep in mind, like I said. Uh, America's dollar is only backed by debt. We're not we're not backed by any hard assets because we don't have any. Not at only five trillion dollars being one hundred fifty one trillion dollars in debt. Only thing we have is debt. Under President Obama, the national debt grew from ten. Uh, 0.63 trillion to 19.9 trillion dollars, 87 percent. He added another nine, close to 10 trillion dollars to the debt. Under President Trump, we had the highest, highest debt ever. Now he only it was only increased by 39 percent. But we went from 19.6 trillion to 27.7 trillion. He almost added 70, he almost doubled amount-wise, even though it was 31%, he almost added amount-wise more than President Obama and President Bush and President Clinton combined. 
from 19 to 27, he almost added another $18 trillion to the debt. This has nothing to do with anything political. This has to do with truth. The hit job that they made on America, that bill that they passed, that everybody touted about, it's going to be around for a few more years. Because now the chickens are coming home to roost. Keep in mind, the 1% of Americans that uh, are financially stable, that 1% received the highest increase. And I, it is so funny. People are funny. I love them, but people are funny. I had this guy was in his store. And he was ranting and raving about, well, about Biden. You know, like I said, it doesn't matter what, what my my voting, uh, what my voting record is. That's nobody's business between me and my ballot box. But it was just so funny. He was, he was, was raving. And see, sometimes we can get so caught up in the cults of personality, the Obamas, the Trumps, the Bushes, uh, whoever, Biden or whatever. Uh, we can get so caught up in the cult of personalities that we don't and have not been asking and getting the best people in this nation in the most critical positions needed. And he was ranting and raving about his taxes. I had to pay $19,000 $19, and it is oh, Biden, it is Biden's fault. And as he raved and rant and rant and rant and rant, man, I couldn't take it anymore because you all forgive me. I love people, but people that are not informed and people that are refused to uh, perish for a lack of knowledge that want to stand ignorance. My wife tries to tell me to keep my trap shut, but when I hear something that just doesn't make any sense, sometimes, yes, yes, yes. I know I should let the Holy Spirit lead me. <laughs> But sometimes I just got to step in because what you're saying is so foolish. I may have to interject. And I had to remind this young man that uh, the tax bill that Trump passed will be around until 2032. So nothing has changed with the tax code. That $9,000 he was blaming on President Biden was still connected to his president. And of course, he didn't want to listen. Of course, I was lying. And of course, and all that. And I pulled it up to show him. Just say Google. I didn't go to anything that was. Um, and I asked him, you pick which article you want to read. You pick. You pick. We can go to uh, one of the right wing Fox or Washington Post or whatever they are. So you can, we can go any anywhere you want. And I'll show you that it's still the Trump tax code. And I showed him. And then it was, well, Biden. And I said, let me get my items to get out. Because, you know, when you're talking to a piece of wood and it just lays there, you can either take something and whack something with it or build something. And it was just a waste of my time. And I, as old as I am, I have lifetime books. The sad reality is that 
we're not even through with this year and President Biden has already increased the debt by 13.3%. So between the two, the last two administrations, we're already $21 trillion just in the last 12 years. I want that to sink in. $21 trillion from the last two administrations, the one prior and the one, this, this one. $21 trillion in debt. And it's a shell game because they want to tell you, look over here while the Republicans are doing this. Look over here while the Democrats are doing this. And don't watch what we're doing when we stick our hands in the cookie jar and take everything out. We're going to give you guys some crumbs so you can fight over. We're going to let you fight over your health care. We're going to let you fight over uh, your minimum wage and, and unions. We're going to let you fight over that kind of stuff. We're going to let you guys fight because you're not smart enough as Americans. You're not smart enough not to vote us in. So we're going to keep you guys fighting while our major donors, these rich companies, pay us. We're going to keep you in debt with $952,000. Each and every one of you owe us $952,000. Now, the companies that can afford it, we give them a pass because they're producers and you're not, even though you're just workers. The last two administrations, $21 trillion. Couldn't run my house that way. Maybe you can't. I couldn't run my house that way. Well, we said all that to say we're going to give you some antidotes give you some things to think about some things to how to insulate yourself because the storm is coming whether you believe me or not the storm is coming 151 trillion dollars in debt somebody's gonna have to pay it and if my portion is 952 thousand dollars so is your portion so is your grandmother's portion, your mother's portion, your father's portion, and your children's portion. And on and on and on in this country. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll give you guys some antidotes. Give you some words of wisdom. Again, can take you to <laughs> take a horse to water. I can't make you drink. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and we'll be right back after these messages. The latest book by Dr. A. Jerome Butler is here. Queen or Concubine Being Worthy of Your Crown is one of the best books written by this prolific author and teacher. Dr. Tabitha Russell, CEO and founder of Inside Inspired Women Global, home of the Breakthrough Millionaires Academy, said, Dr. Butler's unique perspective on this issue is both enlightening and thought-provoking. 
He empowers women to strive for their purpose, to be queens rather than concubines. And Dr. Janet Bishop Nesbitt, certified life, wellness, grief coach, educator, speaker, and veteran, said about this book. God engineered you to be a masterpiece, to be phenomenal, and to be a queen. This book reveals biblically sound principles and other references that will unleash the greatness God has planted inside of you, equipping you with God's word to encourage and strengthen you along the way, to be worthy of your crown. You can get your copy at www.drejrbutler.com and use promo code BishopSmith. Again, you can get this life-changing book at www.drajrbutler.com and use promo code BishopSmith. And remember, you are worthy of your crown. It has made investing look complex. There is an academy that strives to simplify what seems complicated. TradeAcademyPro.com can assist you in learning the fundamentals of investing. For more information, go to TradeAcademyPro.com, where beginners become winners. The Grace Project's mission to build or refurbish homes for unhoused families and veterans had become an affiliate of Green Energy Solutions. When we provide solar panels or electrical vehicle charging stations, you or your organization will assist in helping to fund a project to place a veteran or a homeless family in a home of their own. For more information, you can contact The Grace Project at www.graceproject.info or you can call 803-930-0366 for more information. The Grace Project is a tax-deductible organization, so anything you give is tax-exempt. Help fight homelessness when you go green. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. So I'm back. So I know you said, "Oh my gosh, Dr. Butler's giving us this, this, uh, this, uh, all of this information, and it just is not good." We want to stay in our happy place. We want to stay asleep. I want you to wake up there's an alarm bell that's going off. And when an alarm bell goes off, it is, it's a time to get up. It's time to wake up. You can be drowsy. You can rub your eyes. You can walk slow. You can put your feet down. You can pray. You can do whatever, but it's time to wake up. This is the alarm bell. It's time to wake up, America. It's time to wake up, world. There's a reset I feel that's coming. There's a reset I feel that's coming. I know most of you heard of Brexit. We're not talking about that. Brexit at this point is a way to have you distracted, that those certain words that you, from a psychological standpoint, that sound alike, but that have nothing to do with each other, so you're distracted. And I'm not talking about Brexit. I'm talking about Brex. Brexit is going to be part of the reset. Part of the financial global reset. Keep in mind, 
One man's administration changed the whole world economy that one currency would be the gold standard without having gold attached to it. And now there are five countries who have the focus of changing the world's economy. And it's called BRICS. B-R-I-C-S. If you haven't heard of it, I'm getting ready to share with you who BRICS is. Just like we have the G7, which is America and Great Britain, France, and, and you know, these, these multitude of nations from an economic standpoint, they come together once a year and they talk over, um, you know, where the, where the World Bank wants them to go. Outside of those countries, this outside of the G7, there is BRICS, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China. And they brought, it was Breck, but in 2010, they brought in South Africa, Brazil is in the Americas, Russia and China, India, Russia and China and Asia, the Slav and in, in, in Russia, and then the continent of Africa. You, you're not going to hear a lot about Brex because Brex's job at this point is to change the world economy. And since you're asleep, we want to, they want to make sure you stay asleep. And, and who would I mean? I mean, our country, since you're asleep, they want to make sure you stay that way. stay asleep so if 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 the dollar is what the G7 and G20 um hold on to then what does brex bring to the table i'm happy you ask brex wants to turn the turn back the hands of time where the standard in 1971 was on hard assets like silver and gold, Brex wants to turn back the hands of time that gold becomes the standard, that if you don't have it, you can't get it. If you don't have gold backing up your currency, and with 151 trillion dollars in debt when whoever comes knocking for their hard assets we're going to be in trouble so if there's going to be a reset from the fiat dollar which is dollar built on debt and the brex money that's heading, that's gonna be connected to gold, we are going to be in trouble. There's an eviction notice 
tacked to the door. We've got the past due bills. They've, they've come and they've come and we've ignored them. We've kicked them down the road. We said, nobody's going to put us out. Nobody's this, nobody's that. There's an eviction notice on the door of America. And our arrogance and our so-called self-determination keeps us asleep. Some of us, the people that are not asleep are the same people that are prospering off of you being asleep. So now one plus one equals two instead of the way we do our government, that one plus one equals one point five trillion dollars of debt instead of that one point one equals two that if the standard is going to be gold then we need to be investing in bullion we need to be investing in gold let me share this with you just in 1971 and to show you how crazy the markets are how crazy this whole thing is in 1971, when Nixon changed the whole system, gold was only $30 an ounce. Gold was only $30 an ounce. From 1971 to 1980, gold increased from $30 an ounce to $500 an ounce. And I've seen it, you know, cascade and go up over the years. But but when the dollar was slated to it, it was only worth $30 an ounce. You disconnect the dollar from it, change your whole system. Our debt balloons and gold increases. Almost 5,000%, a 500%, excuse me, to $500 an ounce. At the time of this broadcast, gold today is 1887 an ounce. Say what, Butler? Say what? What? <laughs> From $30 an ounce in 1971 to 1887, keep in mind, if and when this reset happens and the dollar is worthless, the assets you have will be worth something or worth nothing. Right now, the dollar is coveted. Every, every economy in the world uses the dollar. But again, Russia, who we're in conflict with, China, who we owe most of our debt to, India, which is an up-and-coming economy, India and Pakistan, are, are most of a trillion, uh, excuse me, a billion people. Africa, the continent of Africa, over a billion people. Brazil, 
economy is not doing that well. So it behooves these five nations, along with all the other nations who America and the West has done wrong, it behooves them to throw our paper in the trash and put gold out and say, what will you give us for this? Because see, and see, the reality is we haven't done we haven't done these countries right. Because we've colonized them, we haven't done them right. And now, especially like Africa, where you have all of the resources, gold and silver and oil and coltan and all these wonderful resources are in Africa. Now you got to keep in mind the continent of Africa. 70% <clears throat> of the continent of Africa is under age 55. They don't care that you used to be a colonizer. They don't care. So now the African Union now is connected to South Africa. And the once South Africa and Nigeria, who are the top two largest economies in Africa, once they sign off of, off of the African Union, because what they're trying to do before you would have to have your goods go all the way around Africa. If you had it on the west side of Africa, Africa, you'd have to go all the way around the world to get to the east side. And now they're trying to erase those borders. They're trying to erase the conflicts. And they're backing up and saying, we don't want your green paper. We actually have countries that's coming in like China and Russia and India that are helping us build roads and bridges and railways and buildings where you took resources from us, these countries to their own advantage, because keep in mind, there's still some shady stuff going on even with those countries, but at least they're offering them something for nothing. It's one thing to have mining rights and to have poor working conditions for your people, and then they walk home in the mud. It's another thing that when you have poor working conditions, you walk on a road, an approved road improved road that your house is a little bit nicer the things you have are a little bit nicer see see it's a big difference and so when you got a way out that the only people that are making money on the minds of the people that uh, uh have these mining rights and i'm working for you versus someone else coming in and say we'll help you with your transit system we'll help you with your trains your planes your buses we'll help you out with that and we'll we don't want to just take your resources but we'll pay you for your resources so while we're imploding in america the rest of the world is exploding is ex exploding and doing it right trading right don't stay asleep guys Don't stay asleep. And don't start buying gold from companies that you see on TV and silver from companies. I don't even encourage you to buy silver. Silver is, it has been, has been, you know, anywhere from $13 an ounce to $22 an ounce. It's never, I don't think it's ever got over $25 an ounce. I would waste my money. There's a reason why 
the vernacular is a gold standard. There's a reason why at the Olympics they give you gold because gold is has value. It's a hard currency that has value. So I'm gonna give you these two companies. Give you a few companies. I'm not endorsing these companies again. Like I always say, you have to do your own due diligence. I'm not responsible for any losses or any gains. Only thing I'm giving is information. Now, giving you my disclaimer, <laughs> I can give you these companies. So if you're looking at buying bullion, looking at buying gold, if you're looking at going, you know, buying more than a piece of an ounce uh, and all that, um, the Royal Mint, you can look these up. Royal Mint is a good place. Um, also, uh, Gold Coin, uh, which is a jeweler, international jeweler uh, that you can buy your gold from. Um, if you get to the point that you want to trade your gold, instead of uh, going to Jack's Pawn Shop, <laughs> you can go to, uh, there are a few apps. And one is Tally and one the other is Glint, G-L. I-N-T, Glenn. And you can go there to trade your gold. And, and you could go to the pawn shop if it's going to give you a good price. Because like I said, $1,887 an ounce. You know, you may not get that price from your local pawn shop, but they'll give you something. They'll, they'll give you something close to that if you need to sell. Now, keep in mind, just like any investment, gold goes up and down. You know, I know, like I said, 1971, it was $30 an ounce, 80, it went to 500, and now it's 1887, at least today it is. Um, it's it's dropped to 17, you know, dollars an ounce in the last five or six years. But it's also been up to $1,900, uh, $1,700 an ounce. Let me restate. But it's also been up to $1,900 an ounce as well in the last five years. So just some words of wisdom, you know, to see how Mr. Richard Nixon got us here, how him changing the whole system put us in debt. And the struggle is real, dear hearts. But one thing I do know is that we are able to get through if we would just coalesce together, we're able to get through the, the, the financial things that are going on in the world. Those are things that have happened. This isn't who we are. And I, I truly believe as a nation, as people, we can do better. We can love more. We can have more mercy with one another. And I truly believe we can do better. Like I said, this was our segment, Wealth Won't Wait. And I want to thank you for listening. I hope you got some information out of this. You can uh, reach out again to, like I said, if you want to look at how to trade or you want to learn how to invest, you can go to www.tradeacademypro.com, tradeacademypro.com. And, and, and please, if you can, you know, we had the commercial about um, the Grace Project. That's our ministry where we build and refurbish homes for our homeless vets, unhoused vet, veterans, and families. Consider giving. Consider being a blessing. You know, we're blessed to be a blessing. 
that's what it's all about. That's what the Moments of Grace, that's what the Grace Project and all that we do, that's what it's all about. That we're blessed to be a blessing. And with that said, thank you so much for being here with me here on Moments of Grace. I'll see you next time. Remember to love God, love life, and keep the light on. Take care.